Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Well, welcome to today's episode of the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. And I'm Kristen Faborski, and I am so lucky because Todd invited me to do these informal podcast interviews, I think it was back in, it was back in, Ju- in July, yeah. where we get to discuss meditation and how you can use it for interpersonal and self-healing. Our first um, interview was actually was back in July. And now with this one today, we've got six months under our belt. So the last interview we did, and I've got the link to it right below, we talked about breaking through the barriers to deep intimacy, which was episode 114. And again, I've got that link down below for you in the show notes if you want to go listen to it. Today's topic is all about acting accessing your romantic self. So you're probably all wondering, like, how does meditation help me with that? Well, we're going to dive into that later on, right? But let's, I've got a little quote, because Todd never knows what I'm going to be right about or what I'm going to say before we come into these things. We were talking about that before we went live. So Todd, I'm quoting you now. So here's what Todd says about romance. It's about both giving and receiving romance. And you define romance as an uplifting of life's energy. So in a sense, wherever you are, whenever you are, uplifting your own energy or your partner's energy, it's romantic. I took that right out of your practice guide. That's great. <laughs> so I know you said yeah. that, right? Yeah, so, that's it. And the other thing is that you've always preached this. Um, romance really requires slowing down. And not being distracted by the fast pace of life or your own busy mind, it really asks for you to become appreciative and grateful. And most of all, it asks for you to go deeper to see what you may have missed before at the surface of your life. So before we kind of dive into uh, meditation and going deeper and all of that, I want to just for those of you who do not know Todd and maybe your first time watching him here on YouTube or listening to the podcast, I really want to introduce you and give you his background. Todd is a licensed marriage and family therapist and licensed clinical social worker with 35 plus years of experience helping couples and individuals heal themselves from such crises such as trauma and infidelity and a lot of other things. And you help couples rekindle the passion and aliveness in their relationship. Todd is a firm believer in combining healing modalities into his practice. So he incorporates things such as EMDR, emotional focused therapy, and meditation, which we're going to talk about today. He, um, and he, as a way to promote optimal healing and living for his patients. Todd himself has been practicing meditation for 40 years, right? Mm -hmm. And he's personally experienced 
how it has positively impacted your own personal relationship, your health, and of course, your um, students in your program and your clients, right? You've seen all kinds of things. And I know in today's episode, you're going to be sharing some of those stories of how uh, meditation has helped other people and maybe your own experience. Um, so let's dive into today's questions so that the um, audience listening in today can um, learn more about accessing their romantic selves and how meditation makes this easier, um, more accessible for them. So Todd, um, I want, my first question really is, why do we need to appreciate ourselves as a way to ac access our romantic selves? Can you kind of explain that? You know, because we don't always think that that way. Right, right. Appreciating ourselves and, the, and its link to our romantic selves. So you said mm -hmm. it really well, Chris. You know, Kristen and I have been working together for a long time now. And mm -hmm. um, she came into our relationship pretty enlightened herself. It's not like I came along and, uh, you know, she had her own stuff. But um, she's affected me and I've affected her. And I just love the way you talk about it. It's just, uh, you know, it's great. It's great. So I just had to say that. But anyway, thank you. Um, uh, you know, you said it when you said slowing down, slowing down has become maybe the most important phrase I could think of. I, even the clients I'm just working with today, at least one couple <laughs> slowing down had so much to do with everything we're talking about because most people, they are going too fast to appreciate what they have and what they have to offer <laughs> and what they are offering. So again, it's this whole idea of giving and receiving. And so we need to slow down to just stop and appreciate who we are and what we have. And when we do that, we're starting to, we're starting to see, hear, feel, experience, all the things that are going on right now in a present moment that we may have been missing before. Like you said, when we're living on the surface of life, when people mm -hmm. are living their life on a to-do list, how romantic is that? You know, the last thing, I mean, I could, I could clean my house with my wife in a romantic way. We did this because we had my daughter and her boyfriend coming and sleeping over and we needed to do a little bit more of a cleaning than we typically do for their sake and ours but you know if we are just doing the task that's one thing but while you're doing if you put on some music and you start at one part of the house <laughs> and the other part starts at the other part of the house and then we come together and we start dancing for a minute or two and then we go back to a, to cleaning that, that the, the house cleaning became a romantic experience. And at the same time, not to lose the point of your question, it's appreciating, wow, I have this wonderful daughter and her wonderful boyfriend that's coming over and we get to have these wonderful moments. And so we're gonna clean for that. Do you know? Yeah. 
That is not my typical attitude to cleaning. cleaning to me I'm was sure not. Pain in the ass. I hate it. You know, that's my natural mindset. But when I slow yeah. down to appreciate, well, not necessarily me at that moment, but appreciate what we're going to have happen, what we're going to experience, it was, it was, it was a very different experience of cleaning. Um, um, in terms of appreciating oneself, it's very important to to realize, okay, let me even use the same, some, same example. I could appreciate me for, wow, I could be someone that could, number one, help, help my wife feel good that the house is clean. But number two, kind of appreciate me that when my daughter comes into the bathroom that she'll be using, that there's not a lot of hair. There's no hair running around. It's all been cleaned up, even though I don't have much hair to worry about. But anyway, <laughs> I get my point. You know? Yeah. So I can appreciate me for that too. Like, what a what a good gesture. I'm not saying how great I am. I am appreciating of myself for how I am going to make this an enhanced experience. Just like if we go into a hotel room and the cleaning people make it so, they even make that triangle of the toilet paper. I don't do that. Oh, yeah. But it's kind of a nice <laughs> touch, and they've contributed to my feeling of, wow, this is yep. fresh. This is new. So anyway, that's a very yep. long-winded yep. answer. Well, but... <laughs> and I, well, and I think also what you probably want to point out to people is slowing down is removing all the distraction. So it's yeah. not slowing down and sitting and looking at your phone. It's being present with that other present. person, right? Yeah. And that's key also <clears throat> to um, appreciate ourselves. Yeah. Like if we're all busy doing all these things and we're so connected to everything else, right. there's no opportunity to slow down and appreciate ourselves. And meditation, as we get into this, we know really gives you that space to do that, right? Oh, yeah. That's that's the key. It, it, we are so conditioned <clears throat> to go fast and to miss things, to just do what we got to do and to run on fear. You know, the fear of not getting everything done, the fear of not being seen as good enough, all the fears that people go around fear, you know, the struggle that we, we, we don't realize how much we are in a struggle with, and resistance to life a lot of times. Oh, yeah. Versus what meditation can do is help you just be and experience um, a depth inside of you that can truly, um, I'll say it like this, feel the sacredness of the moment. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then when you're feeling the sacredness of the moment, you're not being distracted by everything. You're just really feeling the sacredness of this moment. So our cleaning the house was sacred. I mean, sure, when we go play and we, you know, go on vacation, it's great, but to not, to not be waiting for the moment when we're done cleaning, but to 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 feel the sacredness of the moment. Well, meditation, there's a period of time where you're really doing nothing except experiencing the sacredness of the moment. There's nothing to do. Yeah. So that's why it's such a good a tool. To yeah, help us. that's great. So um, you may have kind of, you know, explained this in your last, ex you know, your example of your, um, cleaning example, but um, 
I, my next question was really, how do we then take this, you know, appreciation, the deeper appreciation of ourselves and everything around us and translate that into romance? How does that, you know, how oh, does it like oh. someone else that not, not going to be doing the cleaning, but yeah, yeah, no, something else. Yeah, no, that's that's a good question, and it's uh, it requires a different answer. I think that um, when we slow down to appreciate ourselves and appreciate the other person, if mm-hmm. we're talking about one person or appreciate whatever, we we then can put a heart into something. It's like we now we want to uplift the energy of our partner. You know, if I'm appreciating my partner, I want to uplift her. If I mm-hmm. am, so it's almost like I'm, if I'm vibrating about all the things that my wife is frustrating me about and all the things I got to do. And then so I go, well, time out here. Let me think about all the wonderful things that she's done for me, for the children, for the rest of her family for whatever and, and I and I start to think about that and I appreciate that then this could be a natural desire to be romantic in some way to come up to her to make her feel good because I'm tuning in to the frequency of gratitude and when I tune into the frequency of gratitude it, my desire to to uplift her which as you define that's the way I define romance yeah. It's going to be real. It's it's there. It's not fake. It's not forced. It's a natural motivation to uplift her energy. If I'm appreciating me, I'm more inclined to do something nourishing and nurturing and uplifting for me, because I'm not being hard on myself at the moment. I'm I'm I have gratitude for myself. So maybe I'll do something for me. I'll give myself the gift of doing something I really like to do. So. I think that kind of translates also to into one of the things I've heard you say um, or pieces of advice that you give to couples. And that's about um, seeing your partner in a new light. So when you do that appreciation of them, and even if you, even if you appreciate yourself, those good feelings Mm -hmm. kind of change the whole energy. Mm -hmm. Am I correct? And change how you view when you view yourself in a positive way, it's easier to view everybody else. And if you start looking at your spouse or your partner in a different way, changes how the, the whole energy, right? The more I appreciate me and I'm kind to me, the easier it is to be appreciative of you and be kind to you. The more I'm appreciative of you, the more I soften and can be kind to me, it's all wrapped into one. It's all seamlessly yeah. interwoven together. Yeah. And meditation, so, meditation, helps. I might be stealing your next question. I don't know, but no, 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 yeah. no. So no. meditation is a period of time when we don't have to do anything. That's what, see, meditation is the time when you do it for five minutes or like I do it for 30 minutes uh, myself. The meditations I do in my meditation for self and interpersonal healing is usually about 20 minutes, more or less, a minute or two. But when we have this segment of time, when the only purpose is to sit still and to resonate with our depth and um, to 
not be distracted, to just focus. It's a gift, and it then it translates into naturally like what how we can be going through life and realizing, oh yeah, huh, I'm actually in the moment here. I'm not always distracted, and of course we get distracted, but sometimes we well, I mean we need to engage in life and get distracted, but the period of meditation helps us remember, oh, let me appreciate something, myself, what I have, my partner, my friend, my mother, whoever. Yeah, it gives us, I think, the um, teaches us, even those of us that have worked on themselves, I feel like meditation gives you a whole nother self-awareness dimension that Mm -hmm. you don't, in a deeper level than, say, traditional therapy does. Yes, it is. I mean, look, you know, I do a lot of things that aren't meditation, but meditation yeah. is, um, it's like, it gets you in touch with the source of who you really are, you know? Yeah. Uh, beyond your mind that is, you know, always thinking and always, you know, so we tend to identify with our mind and we get caught up in it. And through meditation, it gives us an opportunity to notice we're more than our mind and it gives us the opportunity to be appreciative to slow down and to be romantic in this sense of tuning into the potential we have to uplift ourselves and others yeah it's just a whole different dimension and and that's why you know it's such a great uh, additional healing modality or even just the primary healing modality and that's why you recommend it to people so with that being said i'm going to just interrupt here for a moment with just to let our viewers and our listeners know more about because we've been talking about your meditation program for self and interpersonal healing so i just want to share with people just a little bit about that before we go on with the last couple of questions that we're going to be talking about in today's podcast but basically todd you designed this program um for helping people who want to um, be more open for couples who want to be more open to more closeness and depth and decreasing the reactivity and developing a more relation, a better relationship with harmony and love. And it's not really, as you always say, it's not about changing your yourself meditation, this whole program. It's more about really going inside and becoming more and accessing who you really are, right? And giving you the access to the parts of yourself that are just more capable of intimacy, more vulnerability, more self-love, mm-hmm. um, less reactivity, right? Less reactivity, yes. Yes. And so I want to share also, because you recently um, interviewed a couple who's enrolled in your program. And I just love, and I think a lot of people will love hearing this too because it's not just about you know your relationship with your partner but and and all and your you know self-love and things like that but linda said really it's helped has helped her not just with her relationship but everywhere in her life so and it's kind of interesting because she said um you don't have to be in a relationship with someone for your program to work and she says it can help you with your kids, your parents, your friends, it filters out to everywhere in the world. 
And um, she says, I'm, this is quoting her. I know too, for me, just to be able to take that 20 minutes in your meditation and Todd's meditation inside the program and truly rest. It's almost like someone is feeding me, feeding my soul with good stuff that I can then carry out into the rest of my life. So I love that because um, it really, you know, shows that it's not, it's, it just, this, your program helps in so many areas of a person's life and meditation in general, it, it has that same effect and to share more with people. So how Todd's program works is that he handpicks a new theme every single month and you create a practice guide along with two meditations. And they're usually about 20 minutes long. And um, so, and it's really all about helping people removing their blocks in their relationships with their partners, becoming a better parent, friend. It could, it has a lot of, you know, applicables, but you've got to like go inside here to access that part of yourself. And that's what this program is all about. And and then for those of you who who haven't ever tried meditation or have struggled in the past, you also have a special bonus in your program, which I love, where you teach people um, some meditation relaxation techniques so that um, people can overcome a lot of blocks that people have to meditation because, you know, it's easy to have your mind wander and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you teach people how to actually deal with that when it inevitably comes back up and be able to drop back into that. Yes, inevitably. And drop back back into your meditation. And then to top it all off in this program, because each month you have a new theme, you have these mini retreats where you bring everybody together in your community, all the students in your program, and you get together and you meditate as a collective energy. And there is a lot of- Online, um, virtually, yes, virtually. Online, and, yeah. and it doesn't matter. You can still get the energy from oh. people. Oh, what, totally. Even if you're online, but there is a collective energy that arises from these Absolutely. group meditations that really benefit people. And you also give people the opportunity to ask their questions and get coached by you as well during these sessions. So there is a lot packed into this and it's only 47 bucks a month to join this program, which is such a deal for all of the things that you give people in it. And um, for those of you that are interested in checking it out, I've got the link in the show notes below. Is there anything else, Todd, that you want to share with the audience about this you know, fantastic program that you've created. Well, you did a good job. I I could say Thank this. I, I've had I've had people that are single doing this program and benefiting. Yep. Uh, because it does help people in relationships, but it also helps people who will be in a relationship one day, intimate one. And so, um, you know, some of these people have been in relationships, but they're not in relationships now, and that really helps. And then maybe just mentioning a few of the themes. Um, the the month one is is all about um, listening from your depth and there's, yes. there's two meditations each meditation is comes from a little bit of a different angle but it's 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 it supports the theme of listening from your depth and then there's 
I don't think I have to remember these in order, but there's things like um, uh, opening your heart to love. Uh, there's one theme on that. There's, there's uh, of course, one on, on romance. Um, there's, right, avoidant. Avoidance. Uh, over, overcoming avoidance. That's another one. Overcoming avoidance patterns. We avoid. We avoid um, things that are challenging. We even some some couples avoid pleasure. They avoid things. They avoid what yeah. they got to do. So these meditations and that month of theme uh, are all supportive of helping you discover your deep courage and deep intention to overcome avoidance. So those are some of the themes. There's but there's like I said one every month and practice guide that uh, includes even for people there are those couples that are doing it together uh there's a special meditation for them uh, but again like i say you don't have to be in a relationship to get benefits it's for self and interpersonal healing um and then of course the meditations are in there and and so there's there's bonuses meditation for beginners and uh some of the other bonuses that are yeah. there the yeah. relaxation bonus yeah. I think there's at least one or two more, but anyway, yeah. I can't quite remember at this point, there's, but there's yeah. Too it's many just, to remember, too many to remember. Too many to remember, <laughs> yeah. It's, there's a lot in there for just 47 bucks a month. So, um, and, you know, for those people that, you know, want to try it out, you can always um, cancel, but it's kind of cool because I know, you know, everybody seems to want to stay in there yeah. for the whole yeah. year and beyond and you know see what's see what's next so um again i've got the link down below in the show notes go check it out um and you know join today because you have nothing to lose nobody does i think meditation is one of the and i personally meditate and i it's invaluable tool to have in your toolbox for anything that might be thrown your way yeah. you know whether it's relationship or interpersonal relationships with people at work or managing stress i mean it has a lot of you know um places that it can be helpful yep right? absolutely absolutely so, all right so let's dive back into the next question um how let's let's go into like the meditation how meditation really um, cause I know people want to know how does meditation help us access this already romantic, deeper part of ourselves, you know, cause I think a lot of us may be afraid mm -hmm. or maybe that's people are stopped by fear mm -hmm. or so it's already inside of us. So how does meditation make it easier to access it? Well, when I talk about my meditations, of course, there's that period of time, let's say 20 minutes, where we can afford to experiment. You know, we're creatures of habit. So when we're in life, our self-protective mechanisms oftentimes take over and they rob us of our depth and they also rob us of our ability to be fully taking in what life is, what life is right then and there. And mm -hmm. look, and people go through all kinds of pain. I'm not denying. I mean, you know, a person has chronic physical pain, or they have some big uh, heartbreaking issue that happened in their life, some big loss. Those things are real. And meditation isn't something that makes your life 
always one wonderful and pleasurable it's not its purpose it's it's for you to learn how to embrace life as it is in the moment but it's hard to do all that in regular life because you're just caught up in your stuff and your habits that you learn from your ancestors <laughs> you know it's just what we yeah. do you know we're just so programmed the brain is programmed so during this 20 minutes of there's just you right even when you're doing meditation retreats just it's still there's an opportunity even when you're with a bunch of people to just be open to this experience of letting go of what you know not getting caught up so much in your mind and so it's an opportunity without much risk to experience another part of you that isn't always having an agenda to push uh always you know whether it's i'm trying to look good or i don't want to be hurt or i got to solve this problem in meditation we could stop all that and of course i talk to people how when they we get caught up even in meditation how to come back to the actual meditative stance that you're doing and because we keep doing that what naturally happens is because like you said it's already there you start to experience Mm -hmm. this this part of you that's already there because you have the opportunity to experiment because you, you don't you don't have to f- fight life or struggle or solve a problem during these 20 minutes you're just there to meditate so as you do that you start to get in touch with another place inside of you that typically you might be missing during everyday life and in this place that you experience it's like a like a vantage point where you can look at life differently and from this place, uh, when your emotions have not, they're not dominating, doesn't mean you don't have any, but you're not, it's not dominating your experience. Your thoughts, doesn't mean you don't have any, are not dominating your experience. That you, you are able to experience life, savor it, savor that moment, savor just, you're just meeting the moment, just being there in the moment, just being present. And... Uh, like I say, this place, this place inside of you isn't just nothing. It's actually filled with all kinds of good stuff. The ability to be loving, uh, trusting, uh, savoring, um, and it's kind of delicious. And it, it helps you uh, experience the natural desire to embrace life. So that when you come out of meditation, it doesn't just go away. It's with you and your ability to be romantic to uplift others or yourself that was always there is not anymore it's not covered up by all the distractions you had before you went into the meditation and if you meditate on a consistent basis it just gets easier to access whether you're in meditation or out yeah i think i think i think you're right i know you're right um i think it takes away that or maybe um as I would explain it is that voice that's always going on inside of us. We know when we're more aware of when that voice is going on inside of us and whether it's saying things that are going to help us or hinder it. That's right. And so with meditation, you could actually just experience the part of you that is not that voice. There's another yeah. part of you. It, and that even if the voice doesn't totally go away, it definitely quiets down though. Um, oh yeah. It sometimes goes totally away, 
but it doesn't matter what you, you know in the meditations it's just it's just meditation is an adventure in itself and so it, it's not a boring thing where we're focusing on a breathing. the way i do it, it's not like we're focusing on a breathing for 20 minutes it's it's more of experiencing this part of you with a state of with a sense of wonder so the meditation is romantic in my definition in and of itself it's romance to yourself it's romance to yourself it's loving yourself right it is self-romance and we can the, put it that the, way the, the words can go only so Self-love. far and you know one of yeah. the things we do in these in this program is we i help people get oh because i've had people come to a meditation retreat and they go i listened for three minutes and they've been in the program for two months right that happens so the retreats are good because they kind of get people motivated to to do it because they're missing out it's like being in the best restaurant of the world and then just drinking water you know it's like here you go not having the appetizer and the salad yeah. and all yeah. the dessert the dessert yeah. right yeah. Yeah. yeah um but that's that so that's and that's the thing too is like um people probably i'm sure go to the um the um many retreats and they hear other people share their stories and it inspires them. So that really brings me to question number four. And that's like, and maybe you want to talk about Ty and Linda when you just had an interview with them, but can you give the listeners and the viewers an example of how meditation has helped them access their romantic selves? And I don't know if Ty and Linda talked about that I know they talked about a lot of stuff with you, so well, talk, I'm sure you I have. Mean, me- hopefully, people get to see their video and or hear their yeah. words. Uh, yeah. But I'll use. Uh, I mean, I've I've done this with many couples uh, where we've used meditation, and this these are couples that some of them have had infidelity, some have just broken down communication, they've been disconnected, and whatever for whatever the reason is, and we employ meditation and, and they practice meditating separately uh sometimes together but actually mostly separately and what happens is they this this one couple that's in my mind right now they were very disconnected um as a matter of fact she was she's ready to divorce him she's like i don't want to live this way for the rest of my life you know <laughs> you haven't been there you haven't been present i need i need to feel more connection and he was a guy that was living on the surface of life. You know, he was working hard. He's being a good provider. He's doing all these things, which are important. There are no doubt they're important. But as he meditated, uh, he, he, he just experienced the benefit of slowing down. And that kind of translated into slowing down with his wife. And so they would, they would slow down and just stop every day for 10 minutes. And I talk about this in other areas, but the meditation trained him she she didn't have as hard a time she was already doing some meditation but more so she had a real desire to connect with her husband Mm -hmm. but he didn't have like just let's just get a job done and then let's just go uh uh, you know skiing you know which is great let's go next right yeah yeah yeah. that's a chore he thought of it whether it was a chore or even even fun was fun is great but to stop together was something he didn't do. So the meditation really helped him begin to experience something other than his active mind, his productive self, that there's a part of us that is production is great being, we have to pay the bills and do better than that even. But there's a part of him he got in touch with that could just be, 
and he started to just be with his wife and he became more romantic in a variety of ways. He was better at giving gifts, which is one way of being romantic, but he also would say, let's dance. This is the, this, I love this. Cause I would tell couples, I never wow. told them to dance. I told other couples to, but they would just start uh -huh. doing the dance. They would put on videos and learn how to do salsa dancing together or other kinds of ballroom dancing. And they, they made it, they made it a routine. And he says that it all started when he learned that he's not just a productive self. And that happened with his meditation that, and he was able to embrace the romantic part of life. And believe me, he didn't make less money. He didn't get less successful. He became more successful in, in his relationship. And it may have even helped him his work. Cause when you, when you have a happy home life, it's easier to have a happy and productive you uh, work life. You, you attract, if your energy is positive, you're going to just naturally um, attract more good into your life. That's yeah. just what's on the inside is what yeah. goes on the outside and me meditation yeah. really helps that. And I think yeah. that's really great because I bet you that story that you just shared, there's probably plenty of people out here listening that may feel disconnected from their spouse or, you know, their spouse is stuck in this thinking, I need to be this doer, doer, productive, you know, do, do or know, productive but sometimes yeah and you when you slow down and do these other things they enhance your sense of being your life and yes that just is an upward up upward spiral i yeah, mean he i've said, heard you say that before yeah it is it is and he said not only is my wife happier with me but i'm happy with me i i thought Life was all about what I thought it was about. And it's not, it's about that, but so much more meditation. Mm -hmm. That's what yeah. for him, for him, that's what started the whole thing. I like that because that really puts a whole different spin on what we've been talking about. Cause, and I think people can really relate to that story too, because we think sometimes it's just being, you know, we're just distracted or we're just like not in the, you know, romantic mood or things like that. But sometimes slowing down and meditating can open up this whole other world. Yep. Not just the romance, but mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff and feeling better. And when you feel better, then, you know, you've got more to give than you want to give. Right. And it's if like you feel better up, than like, your spouse yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What I was going to say is it's like waking up out of a coma. <laughs> or out of a fog. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. And that, that's the point too, is like we always say it takes one one person to change. So yep. even if your spouse didn't meditate and you meditated and you did all this stuff, they're oh, naturally yes. going to react to your Yes. Because you started meditating before your wife did. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And Absolutely. your practice inspired her and it shifted your relationship, right? No question. No question. Um, and uh, she does this program that keeps track of the days and she's up to 120 days in a row. Wow. You know? So she wow. has not missed a meditation in 120 days. So she is, she's, she's definitely drank the meditation Kool-Aid, but it's good. And, and she, you know, definitely I benefit from her meditation and she benefits from mine. So, but it does, yeah. it takes yeah. one to get it started and uh, we shouldn't wait for the other person. Uh, uh, we can invite no. them, but we can't force them to do it. And, and sometimes what, 
what happens is they see your benefits and then they go, okay, I'm interested. So, yeah. Well, that's great. Well, I think that's it for today's episode. Mm -hmm. Just to remind everybody, um, we've got the link to Todd's um, program for interpersonal self and interpersonal healing meditation program. You can join for just $47 a month and start shifting your own self, make yourself feel better, and it will radiate out into all other areas of your life. So if you're interested, go check it out. That link's right down below. Um, anything else you want to share with every everybody listening in today, Todd, before we sign off? I think I've given as much wisdom as I can. I think I, I, I think I'm done. No, it's good. <laughs> okay, no, it's good. I, just, I, awesome. I, I mean, here's the last thing I want to say. The biggest thing I've seen, the biggest frustration I have is I just tend to see people's potential. It's just a natural gift I have. And mm -hmm. when people don't do the things that they need to do out of habit and meditation, I think is a big part of it. It does drive me a little crazy. I can't, you know, it's not my, it's not for me to control, but I see what people could have. And um, it's not much time and it's not much money to experiment and see what we're talking about. You and I just go yeah. for it. Go for it. See yep. what it is. If it's not for you, you could unsubscribe, even though I don't think you will, but go for it. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is about meditation, it's not an overnight fix. It's got a no. cumulative benefit. And Absolutely. it's funny, you just don't, you practice, 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 and you wake up and you one day and you just realize, oh my gosh, all the things that bothered me before don't bother me anymore. I can approach them with a whole new way of mm -hmm. being. And yep. things don't hold me back. Um, you know, I'm just saying that from my own personal perspective. So it's definitely something that if we could, you and I collectively tell anybody who's listening to this podcast, Absolutely. it's, uh, something that they should, uh, try it yep. should, they should give it a whirl It, you know, three months, six months, it's, that's not a lot of time in out of a person's life of 20 minutes a day. Um, you know, it's really, it goes by so fast. That is for sure. Exactly. Well, thank you, Todd. And yeah. I look forward to our next upcoming podcast. I don't even think we know what we're going to talk about yet, but there'll be another one coming up in another month. So Stay tuned. And in the meantime, you've got a lot of content in the Let's Talk About Sex, Love, and Infidelity podcast and on your YouTube channel. I've got the links down below. So you have um, tons and tons of great advice and content for people who want to work on themselves in both areas, your podcast and on your YouTube channel. So that's it for today. Thank you so much, Todd for your time you. and I'm going to look forward to our next podcast. Sounds good to me. All right. That's it for today's episode of let's talk about love, sex and infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger for free resources and materials. Head over to toddkrieger.com. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. 
Thank you.